Foul Territory is presented by Gizzard Gary Productions. It is recorded from my weekly YouTube program, which is live-streamed every Friday at 9 p.m. Central. It is a firearm and 2A-related panel discussion, where I and my panel discuss current news and events, along with audience interaction, casual conversation, and friendly banter. What will you learn today? And now, ladies and gentlemen, Foul Territory. And you have entered Foul Territory. Welcome, one and all, to Foul Territory 251. ATF has entered the chat. Uh-oh. Which one of them's ATF? I don't know. Oh, damn it. Uh, anyway, welcome, one and all, to the show. It is Friday. Of course it's Friday. It's February the 16th. So, ooh, Friday the 16th. Friday the 16th is right. That can't be good. It's bad. Almost as bad as Friday 13th. Just about as bad three days later. Uh, let's say hello to people out there in the chat. Gun websites, first one out there. Second thumb up, strangely enough, but the first one in the chat. Don't know how that works, but hey. Uh, we have Defense Dad. Out there congratulating Travis T. already. <laughs> we have Mike White, 2A Advocacy out there. We have Kingpin. And we have Alaska One. Andy Artak and Daughters is out there. Optimus Prime Rib. That name just keeps getting longer and longer. It does. Alaska uh, One, Andy Artak and Daughters. Yeah. Uh, Jacob S., is in the audience. Duffer426 is out there. Boomstick Revenge. No, uh, he's he's nothing like Duffer425. That's true. Oh, uh, Weston Probst. wonder if he's got a brother named Easton. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? I hope he kicks you right in the jimmy <laughs> for making that joke. Uh, Chris from the 740 is out there. Justin Grimm is in the audience. And we have Hillbilly Up out there and in here. And then, let's see, scrolling on down, scrolling on down, scrolling on down. Uh, ignore the meowing cat in the background. He's just throwing a fit. Uh, speaking of Travis T, Travis T says, party time, peeps. And obnoxious one out there and in here with the yo, yo, yo. And Ron Wayne with the triple ducks is out there. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. People popping in on the Facebook side. We know Facebook's working now anyway. Yeah, I don't know. It says can't post comments to some destinations. Yeah, that would be X. You can't comment to X from straight. But I can. Well, you can, but you'll have to go to X to do it. You can't do it from StreamYard. George is walking around behind it. He's looking for his catnip. He's like, take Probably. my catnip. Probably we have... Dump right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> we have Misty Mrs. Wayne out there. And uh, let's see who else. Uh, Weston says, it's too early in the show to waste your jokes like that. Well, he's got he a point. <laughs> he's got a good point out there. All right, so 17 people out there in the chat. All right, well, we are glad to have 
Joke's on you, Weston. That was the best one he had tonight. That, that is. <laughs> I pretty much shot my wad there. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's meet our esteemed, if not somewhat subdued in numbers panel here this evening. Uh, Defense Dead says, it's never too early for jokes. See, he's got the spirit now. But uh, speaking of spirits, let's uh, introduce our panel this evening. Just call me an alcoholic. Of sorts. <laughs> but uh, he is, well, he's to the right of me on the screen. He is from the state of North Carolina. He is the sunshine that brightens our day. He, of course, is the oracle of knowledge, the voice of reason, the man of orange, and my co-host with the co-most, the lizard king himself, obnoxious one. Yo. Yo. I am the lizard king. You are. So we have anomaly documentaries. Fun name to pronounce. Say it fast three times. Anomaly documentaries. Anomaly documentaries. Anomaly documentaries. How about that? Oh, you didn't man. think I could do it, did you? I didn't think that. I had it in me. <laughs> uh, we have another panelist. He comes to me from Easter here, from the Show Me State, the state of Missouri, and he hosts his own Saturday night podcast. It's called. Guns, Beer, and Therapy. And that's uh, tomorrow night at this same time. So let's welcome aboard Hillbilly Up. <laughs> hey, buddy. I feel very honored to be one of two special guests on the tonight's show. Gonna have a oh, we're on the tonight show? <laughs> How's that possible? Aren't they both dead? <laughs> I think they're both dead. Who's dead? Uh, which one was the Dave McMahon, though? Well, Carson's dead, yeah. Ed McMahon dead, too? Who? Ed McMahon? Oh, yeah. That's Jay true. Leno's still alive. Yeah. Kind of. For now, <laughs> he tried to kill himself here a little bit ago, I think. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, Johnny Carson. I used to love to watch Carson back in the day. Oh, man. Oh, man. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Probably get a copyright strike right mm-hmm. there. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, that's good. Just be saying you there. So anyway, I don't know where the rest of my panelists are. They may be boycotting the show. I didn't know of an active. Boycott. Oh, I didn't know that was a possibility. I didn't know that was an option. Well, boycotts <laughs> are always possible. Let's go ahead and throw mm-hmm. up the ticker, shall we? So Did you lock the back door, Obi? The back door is always locked. <laughs> so it says something about a giveaway later on with a hashtag of FT251. Keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to keep it in mind. I'm just going to put it in the chat right now. Keep it in. You could do that too. Wrong. Congratulations, Travis T. <laughs> Uh, Ron 2A Matters is out there. Travis T. did win a giveaway recently, did he not? Yes. That's what I thought. I'm He's back. Street. 
he's back he's back on his game so watch out everybody watch out <laughs> there's Travis T right there saying yay Misty putting out her hashtag so anyway yeah so it's been an interesting week to say the least he says I'm up to two this month He's going to go for three, huh? All right. So, surprise, surprise, we're going to talk about some 2A stuff tonight. And we're going to tie it in to my world champion, Kansas City Chiefs. How about right. that? So How about gonna, them Chiefs? So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and put up the Kansas City Strong logo up in the corner because there's something to that. Because we had a Champions Parade, was it Monday or Tuesday? Tuesday. It was Tuesday morning. Tuesday. And shortly at the end of that parade, right as the crowd was starting to disperse, there was a shooting in the crowd. And several people were injured, at least one killed. So, first of all, I'd like to, I'd like to say, you know, condolences to all the victims and we wish them well. Uh, I don't, I hope this doesn't reflect on Kansas City itself as a, as a whole. It's a good city. There's always bad actors everywhere and stuff like that. But we do have some 2A stories that were related to that we're going to take a look at this evening. So let me bring one of them up. Which one do I want to start with? No, it's one I want to do last. Okay. Um, Let's do this one first. Okay. So let's go ahead and put this up on the screen and we'll take a look at the story and we'll discuss it. So, as always, this is from Bearing Arms. By the way, I went ahead and paid for a subscription to Bearing Arms so I don't have to deal with the silly ads that keep popping up here. So, also allows me access to the VIP stories. And this <laughs> one's kind of interesting. It says conspiracy theories appear following the Kansas City parade shooting. This is by Tom Knighton. And Tom says, conspiracy theories are nothing new. And let's be honest, far too many things that were conspiracy theories just a few years ago turned out to be true. Way too many, really. But for a while, there's been a conspiracy theory that the relationship between pop singer Taylor Swift and Kansas City tight end Travis Kelsey is part of an orchestrated effort to help ensure the re-election of President Joe Biden. In fairness, the two have factors that would appeal to very different segments of the population. She's one of the most influential voices for women out there, and he's a pro football player, the epitome of masculine in many ways. I can almost see where they're coming from, though I can't see the Biden bunch orchestrating much of anything successfully. Yet in the wake of the shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Victory Parade, the theorists have kicked it into overdrive. Okay. And then it goes on to say, shameless conspiracy theorists have flooded the internet with unhinged speculation linking the Kansas City parade shooting with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift's support for gun control laws. 
Social media users are suggesting that the shooting was somehow part of a plan to boost support for Joe Biden and the Democrats by the celebrity couple. Who else finds it odd that a shooting at KC Champions Parade happened and suddenly now we have Travis Kelsey talking about gun control, one conspiracy theorist mused. Oh, that's right, he's dating anti-gun activist Taylor Swift. I find it funny that when Democrats are in charge, we have more shootings in this country. The vertically integrated messaging apparatus is heating up. That Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, and Passion Gun Control video is coming in soon, another person fumed. This mass shooting at Kansas City Super Bowl parade seems like a perfect pretext for an impassioned gun control plea from Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Just saying, a third person said. The people were detained after a mass shooting at the parade celebrating the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl win, another said on X. Has anyone looked into any connection to the pre-Super Bowl radicalization regarding Taylor Swift and how the deep state supposedly rigging the game? In a bizarre conflation of two strange conspiracies, another user pointed out Kelsey's vaccine status and his position on gun laws to supposedly tie the two together. After Pfizer paid him 20 mil to promote the vaccine, here comes Travis Kelsey now voicing his opinion about gun laws. What do you have to say about this douchebag they raised? Now, I have no doubt that all of these are real. People say stupid stuff all the time. Is there anything to it? Honestly, after the revelations over the past few years, I can't completely rule it out. I'd like to, but I can't. The best I can say is that that this is a lot more convoluted than the White House conspiring to get Twitter to suspend accounts critical of things, or a scientist lying to cover up for the possibility that a lab leak created the COVID-19 pandemic. Frankly, if what happened at the parade were part of a concerted effort, I'm pretty sure it would have been a lot bloodier. A lot of people were hurt, but only one fatality, which means it's not going to move the needle as far as some might like. But it should also be noted that X, formerly Twitter, is a big place. I can find a conspiracy theory being promulgated on just about any topic you care to name if you look hard enough, and some of the accounts quoted aren't exactly massive accounts with legions of followers either. It just hits people as funny that the NFL has been hyping Travis and Taylor for months, then the Chiefs come from behind to win the Super Bowl, followed by a shooting at the team's victory parade. If a screenwriter put that into a script, he'd be told to rewrite it because there's no way that's plausible. And yet, here we are. It's happened just like that. I get why people are suspicious, and while I doubt anyone on the left could really have pulled something like this off, I also can't completely dismiss it after the last three years or so. To say that scares me is an understatement. All right. What do you guys have to say about that? I don't think there's going to be a whole lot coming out of this because this never hit the news. It hit the news cycle and was gone. And I think we all know why. It doesn't fit the narrative. It does not fit the narrative at all. So I don't know whether this was was gang related or what it was, but I know it wasn't. it wasn't some middle-aged white man. Or even some white kid, because it's van- it vanished as soon as it hit. Sure did. They reported that two juveniles were were charged in the shooting. Yeah, they had a third, and they let him go. 
but one thing I'm not quite understanding, which I don't like to say much till I kind of have more perspective on it and facts. And I'm not being able to find out why, but why were basically one adult and then all the rest were children that got hurt. I don't understand because I was watching the, you know, the parade and stuff. And I mean, I, I didn't really understand what they were classifying as children or whatever. It just like that headline or that those numbers seem to be kind of weird to me. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying one way or the other, but you know, with what was it? Uh, I forget how many, they how many children they said were hurt. Quite a few. Shot or something. Quite a few, like close to 20 or, well, now at least eight or nine went to Children's Mercy. So, yeah. no, it depends on what, you know, the demographic of the little crowd that they were in and the big crowd. So, if it was a bunch of kids there from a daycare or a school or something to, to watch well, they, it, then they basically the dismissed all schools for the day. So, Everybody yeah. could attend. I mean, the did they get like knocked down? You know, is what I'm asking. Like when people heard the gunshots, people the crowd start moving. I'm sure there was yeah. some of that. Did these kids get knocked down? How? That's why they were injured. I mean, I I would love I to mean, have some like, of them were gunshot wounds. From what I understand, mm-hmm. just about all of them are either stable or have been released from the hospital. Yeah, and thank thank the Lord for that. I mean, I'm. You know, very thankful. I just, I've seen, you know, children was the big headline. Yeah. Right. But could it have been, could it have been a big conspiracy? I suppose people like to believe that sort of thing. I don't personally buy it at all, but uh, there's going to be people out there that do. Uh, DJ Play Nice is out there in the audience. Also, Chad Kelly. I see Tim S. is out there. So we've got some people joining us. We are up to uh, 26 out there in the audience. So uh, let's go ahead and go. No, to... I don't I don't doubt that you're going to. You, you may yet see the impassioned gun control plea from Taylor Swift oh, and Travis Kelsey. That yeah. might that I wouldn't classify as a conspiracy. Theory. It's already I mean, started. I would I would classify that as a likely to happen. I mean, that's not a, that's not a conspiracy theory. The oh. the you know the government setting this up so that they could do that. No, that's that's dumb. Well, let's speaking of Kelsey. Yeah, do we have to? So okay, go ahead. I was going to say gun gun website says the parade worth more than one life. Well. They've had these parades, you know, for like this is the fourth one or whatever, and no, that's not happened in the past. So, so let's take a look at another article, also by Tom Knighton. He says, "Ex New York City Police Commissioner blasts Travis Kelsey's past gun control comments." Amazing how that name still keeps coming up. 
And he says, not having followed the NFL for a number of years, I honestly didn't know who Travis Kelsey was until he started dealing Taylor Swift. I wish I didn't know who she is. <laughs> anyway, Kelsey is a football tight end and apparently a pretty good one. His stats don't exactly make him look like Julio Jones, but since he's a tight end, he's asked to do more than just catch passes. But being good at sports doesn't translate to people being good at everything. It never has, and frankly, nothing does. Athletes are good at sports and might know other stuff, but some comments from Kelsey have surfaced that tell us just how little he understands about guns, crime, the Second Amendment, or anything related. The comments came back up in the wake of the shooting in Kansas City, and there's at least some who are seeking conspiracies related to the shooting and the comments in particular. But just taking the comments at face value is enough of a reason to go after Kelsey. And one former New York police commissioner did just that. After some shootings in Cleveland wrecked the community that year, Kelsey opened up on what he believed via Cleveland.com. Kelsey said, The gun violence rips my heart out. I have to side with LeBron James on this one. There needs to be more strict gun laws, especially when toddlers are dying. We can't have that in our communities, especially when a child's future is taken away. Now, Bernard Carrick, the 40th police commissioner of the New York City Police Department and the New York Times bestselling author, isn't a fan of that take. He brought up the resurfaced take from Kelsey, which is now almost nine years old, and posted the X about it. Carrick ripped into Kelsey for his stance. And he said, what a moron. Stricter gun laws will not prevent those toddlers from dying because the shooters aren't licensed gun owners. If you don't want that in your communities, then start locking people up for a change. You don't need stricter gun laws. You need to enforce the ones they have. Of course, the sports site this came from ponders whether Carrick realized these were older comments, but the truth is it's kind of irrelevant. Whether it's about shootings in Cleveland or what happened in Kansas City, the truth is that most shootings are carried out by people who can't lawfully own a gun in the first place. And really, anybody who thinks LeBron is right on the gun issue is clearly as ignorant as LeBron is. Guns are not the problem. They weren't the problem in Cleveland, and they're not the problem in Kansas City. The problem seems to be the people who think the correct way to settle a disagreement is to shoot someone. That's a people problem. Even if you could get the guns out of their hands and keep them out, you're not going to end the fatal consequences of disagreeing with the wrong person. They'll just use something else to take a life instead. That's because gun control is focused on the wrong thing. The gun. But Kelsey gets blows to the head, so maybe he has an excuse. (laughs) What do you think about that? I think he's pretty much right on, isn't he? (laughs) Yeah. Talking about gun laws, so honestly, guys, so it was a juvenile. He had the gun illegally. Well, they always do. Do what? They almost always do. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the criminals, you know, that are doing this, and they're not going to obey the laws. But if we just had that one more law. <laughs> but, you know, and I'm just going to say this that, like, you know, I don't know exactly how Kelsey feels or whatever, but. As you've seen them going down the parade, if you watched it, you know, there's police cars, there's um, security that's dressed up like 
normal people all around these guys and they're all packing. So, I mean, do they really want to get rid of guns? As far as Kelsey goes, I only want Travis Kelsey to do one thing. That's to catch (laughs) passes out there on the field. Yep. Everything else he does, I could care less personally. Uh, Otherwise, just shut up. (laughs) Deifying people because they can catch a ball or they can sing a song or they tell you the words that they want to, that you want to hear. Just stop. Absolutely. Like Tim Mm -hmm. has said, shut up and play ball. That goes for all of them, whether (laughs) whether it's Travis Kelsey or it's Taylor Swift or it's Donald Trump, just because he says the stuff you want to hear doesn't mean you need to put him up on a pedestal. You need to look into what yeah. people are saying and use this. what they mean. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, we got one more, so let's take a look at that. And here we're going to talk about Missouri Republicans shoot down gun control talk after Kansas City. Now, this was interesting. As soon as the news broke, we all knew that Kansas City would spark gun control discussions. Even before we knew exactly what happened, someone was going to start pushing for restrictions on our right to keep and bear arms. God, if you read Twitter the last few days, it's horrible. It's the inevitable result of a society filled with people who blame the tool, not the tool using it. However, Missouri isn't exactly a gun control mecca. They like their guns, and they respect gun rights throughout most of the state. I mean, this is a state that's been trying to nullify federal gun control. But the voices are loud. Republican lawmakers, however, don't care how loud those voices get. The shooting after the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory parade on Wednesday, I thought it was Tuesday, that left one person dead and at least 23 shot has immediately provoked the sharpest outcry for changes to the state's gun laws in years. While Democrats and advocates of additional restrictions have called for action for years, the current fury has few recent parallels. It's one of the most frustrating things, said Senator Steve Roberts, a St. Louis Democrat, surprise, who was at the parade during the shooting. We have some of the loosest gun laws in the country. But Missouri Republicans moved swiftly on Thursday to beat back possible change. Senator Bill Igel, a Weldon Spring Republican campaigning for governor, wrote on social media early Thursday with a warning to those he called liberal gun grabbers pushing for restrictions. Not in Missouri, he said. Even though hundreds of armed police officers were deployed along the parade route and near the rally, Igel suggested that a lack of guns was somehow responsible for the extent of the shooting. One good guy with a gun could have stopped the evil criminals who opened fire on the crowd immediately. Guns don't kill people. Thugs and criminals kill people, Igel wrote. Kansas City Police Chief Stacy Graves on Thursday said a dispute between several people led to the shooting. Several firearms have been recovered. Two juveniles and one adult have been detained. Now, while the Kansas City Star wanted to seemingly mock Igle for what he said, all because police were in the proximity, he wasn't wrong. The good guy with a gun isn't a myth, but the problem is you need enough of them so that there's one present when something awful happens. 
In this case, had one been in the crowd close enough to the shooter, a lot of damage could have been prevented. The police who were present probably wanted to get the bad guy as quickly as they could, but note the language used. They were near the rally. They weren't in it. They weren't right there where they could do the most good. Had an armed citizen been there, he or she might have done some good. But that's just a reaction to the gun control talk. What about action? Undoubtedly, a lot of gun control bills are going to be introduced in the legislature, but so far there's not any signs that Republicans, including the governor who was at the rally, are inclined to support any of it. Parson, we're talking about Governor Parson here, who was at the rally has largely avoided talking about gun control or gun laws in the immediate wake of the Kansas City shooting. During an interview on KCMO Talk Radio on Thursday morning, the governor didn't mention the word gun and made no comment on the state's laws. A written statement on Wednesday also didn't address rules on firearms. To quote Parson, our hearts, our prayers, which doesn't seem like enough, but it's all we got to offer right now is for those kids and for those people that's in the hospital and everybody that had to go through that yesterday, Parson said in the interview. Parson canceled a press conference previously scheduled for Thursday afternoon to announce resources he planned to deploy to the southern border. Missouri House Speaker Dean Plotcher, a St. Louis area Republican on Thursday, largely refused to answer questions about the state's gun laws and abruptly ended a news conference after he was asked repeatedly about the shooting. This is an unfolding investigation, Plotcher, who is running for lieutenant governor, said. I'm going to reserve comment. I would like you guys to focus on actually what we're accomplishing for the state of Missouri as an investigation is going on in Kansas City. The top Republican lawmaker then went a step further when asked what he intended to do about preventing intentional gunfire. He said he believed Kansas City already has an ordinance that he said should have prevented what happened. But Plotcher then immediately said laws alone don't solve the problem. He refused to answer questions about which ordinance he was referring to. This is a time when, if they were so inclined, Republicans would be tripping over themselves to talk about the need to have some kind of gun reform. They're not. It should be remembered that two of the three suspects were juveniles, meaning they couldn't lawfully own any kind of firearm at all. That suggests what happened had little to do with the lack of gun control, but with a failure of gun control to do what proponents claim it does. For what it's worth, it looks like lawmakers in Missouri will be able to resist the gun control push. Things will settle down as people stop being irrational and upset over what happened, and the state will go back to business as usual. Which is good, because gun control didn't stop this, and it won't stop whatever is next. Now, I always appreciate all those who support the channel, but I also know that money is tight lately. However, did you know that you can support the channel without it costing you one red cent? That's right. All you have to do is use my Amazon store link when you shop at Amazon. So just go to Amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash gizzardgearing without any spaces when you do your Amazon shopping. And when you shop using that link, no matter what you buy during that session, the channel will receive a small commission from your purchases. As always, thank you for your support.
comments on that one. Uh, is murder still illegal in all 50 states? And, I think so. And D.C.? I think so. Okay. I'm just, just checking because, you know, I don't know how there's any murders going on. That's illegal. I can say all this bad stuff, I'm pretty sure, had laws that should have stopped it. Yeah. Why didn't those laws stop it? I mean, there's there's some stupid laws out there, but, you know, there's also... I'm pretty sure there's plenty of laws that uh, were on the books for for this kind of stuff. And, gee, criminals didn't follow it. What a surprise. Let's make it harder for the law-abiding people. Or let's try and take it a, away from the law-abiding people because, you know, <laughs> the criminals didn't follow it. So next one, the next one is definitely the magic law. The next law is definitely the magic law. Now, Duffer says, I think it's legal in Chicago. Uh, he may be, may be right. You know, I've, <laughs> I, I haven't been in Chicago since, you know, we left. So, <laughs> I mean, they, they may have made it legal in Chicago now. Uh, they, they may have just done it, you know, just so the war of attrition, they were, you know, too many people were we're doing it, so it's just like you know, common use. Eh. Now, Tim has has good comment going back a ways. He says it also happened in one of the most populated areas that votes for the Democrats every time. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, Kansas well, City, Chicago. Chicago? Kansas That's City. How, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you. I thought Kansas we were still City about. with a Democratic mayor and one of the few places in Missouri. That in St. Louis, it's going to pretty much vote Democrat every time. Well, that's what kind of aggravates sure we're not talking me. about Detroit or Chicago, or New York. Could be. Could be. He's not wrong. Well, thing that aggravated me starting out about you know somebody from St. Louis being quoted that was there. I mean, St. Louis and Kansas City's two totally different cities. I mean. Um, in St. Louis, if some 12 year old walks up and asks you for a cigarette and you tell them, no, they're liable to shoot you, you know, I mean, and it is our most Missouri's pretty much most, well, definitely most populated democratic, you know, districts one and two. Um, so somebody from St. Louis, I don't think has any, uh, really authority to be talking about Kansas city, you know, <laughs> I mean, in my own opinion, as a Missourian, you know, I mean, it's like, take care of your own city, buddy. No, but my, my point is that these big cities, and it's the same in Kansas, too. Yeah. Uh, the big cities are always going to be Democrat strongholds. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, something like that happens in a big city, which invariably it will, because, gee, there's a crowd of a million people uh, in front of the Liberty Memorial in Kansas City. Uh, you know, Im imagine getting that many people together. Yeah, there's probably an idiot among the bunch. There's a good chance of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's too bad, I mean. But yeah, all the laws in the world, I mean, there's, Obi's got a point. There's already laws against what happened. Yeah. Didn't stop and it. There's probably, there's probably a couple dozen laws against 
Yeah, not happen. to mention, yeah, the juveniles being in possession of a gun is like, well, how did they get a gun in the first place? That should have never happened. And one thing I want to say too, people that's not familiar with the story and all that, the shooting was taking place after the parade and all that, and it was West Union Station outside of a parking garage. So it wasn't like somebody was in the crowd, like in the parade, like crowd of people when this happened. I mean, yes, there were a few people in the area because, of course, yeah. everybody from the parade dispersed and a lot of them had walked a good ways to get there because there's not parking for a million people at Union exactly. Station. <laughs> just not. Yeah, but it's just everything I've seen, it's like, oh, that's a parade, at the parade. You know, like, well, all these, you know, people was there and, like, somebody just started shooting. Is a dispute between some people after the parade and all that and kind of outside the area. I mean, yeah, it's too bad it happened. They need to get to the bottom of it. And definitely somebody needs to be punished. Although they're juveniles, what are they going to do to them? Oh, yeah. Charge them as adults? <laughs> well, this is the way it should happen. Yeah. Well, exactly. They've they've murdered somebody, so charge them as adults. But you know, I'm sure they'll do a couple of years. They'll be right back out because, especially if they're in a Democrat stronghold, we can't we can't hold them accountable for their own actions. Yeah, yeah, Ron, that's right. That's why I said that, buddy. Is a lot of people don't know that they think it went on during the parade and all this, and it is really. The way the news is brought out, like, I mean, it is a bad thing. You know, I wish it didn't happen. And, you know, I, you know, I'm not taking anything away from that, but I mean, this isn't, this isn't like California breaking off into the ocean, which all of us hopes happens. None of us hopes that that there's any kind of, any kind of shooting and people die. I mean, California breaking off into the ocean. I think, I think we can all get behind that, but None of us are are hoping for a shooting. So, well, none of us are hoping for a shooting. Democrats actually they salivate at it. You can tell because everything that comes out like immediately after. That's why I'm just disgusted by Democrats. It's always climb on top of those bodies before they're even cold. Get that up, get that out there, and use them to push your point. Screw you. So Duffer is asking, where did they get the guns? Were they stolen? Well, this is an investigation in progress. They haven't released a whole lot of information yet. Yeah, kind of the same time thing. Like when I just remember something that was hot, uh, shooting that was so so quite a few years ago. They said it was done with an AR assault rifle, but they never actually showed the gun. So, you know, now, I that... did see a picture on social media, supposedly of some of the guns that were confiscated. And one of them did appear to be an AR, but uh, I'm presuming that had something to do with the crime, but that's never been officially released. Somebody just happened to, catch a picture of the police taking a picture of a gun, so. Yeah. 
uh, you know, a lot of things will come out. I see that C4 Defense is out there. Hi, Sarge. Bending Ballistics, also in the audience. Abby Finnegan is out <laughs> there. So we've got 35 people out there in the audience so far. But, yeah, it's a, it's a heck of a deal. More stuff will come out. I'm sure on this, but uh, definitely, yeah, I knew that they would be crying for gun control. The social media, yeah, there's been, you know, okay, all you Republicans are responsible for this, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. All yep. you who voted for Trump, this is, you know, this blood's on your hands, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. It's called projection. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tim S. says, generally in Missouri, only murder is charged as an adult. Sometimes there's a squeaker that changes this. But it reads in their Miranda rights when they inform them that murder is almost always an adult. C4 Defense, he says, watch out for falling acorns. That's that's true. That's (laughs) true. You got to watch out for falling acorns. I'm hit. I'm hit. I don't think we have... That acorn story. You don't have that acorn story here. Yeah, that's that's somebody who shouldn't be a police officer. Let's see. And I, I believe <laughs> I believe they're no longer a police officer. You know, you, didn't they do uh, a mag dump or something? Oh yeah, not too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Deep, like a barrel roll or two, and unloaded into his own his own vehicle while screaming he was hit. Yeah, not to, not to. Uh, you know, breach OPSEC or anything like that, but the acorn jokes that were being made in our private chat last night, I I hadn't even read this story until today. I'm like, what in the world are they talking about acorns? And then I read that story. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God. That's yep. <laughs> somebody who should not be a police officer and they're likely not anywhere. You know, and like, like I said in the chat, you know, none of us... None of us know how we're gonna react until we're until we're in it. That guy knows, and the way he reacted is not good. Well, we got a couple extra seconds here. How about we go to Chicago? Oh God, I'm not going to Chicago. I don't care. I'm never going back. Oh, look at that picture. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know where that's at. A Cook County public defender sues bosses after they confiscated a picture of her with a gun. How do they confiscate a picture of... <laughs> so, just a couple of years ago, Cook County public defender Sharon Mitchell Jr. sided with gun owners who were challenging New York's May-issue carry regime, declaring that while he supports policies that actually stem the flow of guns, prevent violence, and heal those who have been harmed, he also supported ending the way we criminalize gun possession because he's seen firsthand the harm done by tossing people in prison simply for possessing a firearm without a license. Now, however, Mitchell is accused of violating the First Amendment rights of one of the attorneys in his office, a veteran of the Israeli Defense Forces who claims that a photo of her holding a rifle while standing in front of the Israeli flag, was confiscated from her office after she tried to hang it in a common area where other staffers had posted pictures of their own. 
At CWB Chicago Details, Deborah Gassman says a photo hung in her office without issue for more than 20 years, but that all changed after Hamas attacked Israel last fall. In the complaint, which accuses office leadership of violating her First and Fourteenth Amendment rights, Gassman said she was devastated by the strike, which killed more than 1,100 Israelis. She became upset that few seemed to care or even were aware of the attack when she returned to work. So, she decided to raise awareness by moving the photo from her office to an employee mailbox area where other employees were allowed to put photos and decoration. Executive management reprimanded her for putting it there, the suit states, and she removed it promptly and returned it to her private office. But, Gassman claims, a high-ranking deputy in the office... Paul Rowe Taylor confiscated the picture during an unannounced and unprecedented search of her private office. Rowe Taylor prohibited her from displaying the image in her office, even though it had been there for over 20 years, the suit claims. Rowe Taylor and another executive instructed an office chief to remove the photo. They told her Skokie supervisors that the photo was comparable to a Nazi swastika, the suit claims. Here's a picture so you can judge for yourself, but honestly, I find the characterization of Gassman's photograph far more offensive than the image itself, which doesn't bother me in the slightest. There's a picture. After Gassman was told she was comparable to a Nazi, things got even weirder, according to her complaint in federal court. A week after Gassman's picture was taken from her office, she received a written reprimand from Sharon Mitchell, Jr., who wrote that displays of firearms can be perceived as threatening and was a violation of the office's workplace violence policy. Mitchell also added that while there was no evidence Gassman acted with malice, the posting of a picture of an employee holding a firearm is inappropriate for the workplace, though Gassman contends that the photo had been in her office for decades without issue and wasn't the only picture that included a firearm that had been hung in the workplace. In fact, according to Gassman's complaint, not only have pictures of guns floated around the office before, but some staffers have firearms in their own offices. Mitchell hasn't submitted his response to the lawsuit yet, but that will likely be coming in the next couple of weeks, and I'm very curious to see what his defense will be. I was heartened to see his support for the Bruin Challenge back in 2021, but if Gassman's accusations are true then it sounds like he needs a refresher course on our First Amendment right to free speech and expression. Wow. What do you think about that? Chicago politics, huh? I'll say post them if you got them. It evidently was okay for 20 years, and then all of a sudden it wasn't okay. That's what she says. We don't know if that was actually in her office or not. Yeah. I will say that she took it in there knowing it was going to cause a reaction. Now, whether she took it in because it had the gun on it or it had the Israeli flag or whatever. I would say it wasn't the gun that the person was mad about. I'd say it was the Israeli flag. Yeah, it's probably it's probably the gun. There were other there's other things she could have done rather than take that particular picture in. Yeah. So let's see. 
Uh, our attack and daughter says stop mass acorns. <laughs> uh, I, think it, I think it was just one, actually. I don't think, I mean, if it had been mass, it, oh, God. <laughs> Travis T says squirrels need acorn control. Yeah, they did. <laughs> says say no to acorns control. Uh, Travis T says background check for all acorn sales. No acorn show loophole. <laughs> <laughs> And then Artex says, wait till Glock comes out with GA corn. Wow. All valid points. <laughs> now, back to the story. Sarge wants to know, how do you have a private office at your place of employment? It mean, can't you really got, be privatized. Uh, you've got, if you've got a door with a lock on it, you've got an expectation of some privacy. Boss has a key. Bosses always have a key. You've got it. You've got an expectation of at least janitor has privacy. Yeah, security has a key. Janitors always have a key. That's fact. Plus, all the master keys floating around that people don't know about. And trust me, that's a thing. Either either way, nobody nobody should have come and taken that off her wall. They should have politely asked her to remove it. Yeah, but we're beyond the fact where, or we're beyond the point where the people that are relying completely on their feelings think that they have to abide by anybody else's feelings. Just to put a cap on all this, Travis T says acorn stands for assault corn. Holy crap. <laughs> wow. I didn't even put two and two together. He's right. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, I wonder if it's going to be High Point or Keltec that will come out with a corn r- rifle. <laughs> be held together by screws. <laughs> not going to be High Point. They can't get. It took them five years to get the heat cannon out. True, true. I mean, they, they might laser engrave corn, acorn, the great acorn war of 2024 on there. <laughs> That's possible. Guns and barbecues out there, by the way. I don't know. But, you know, there's there's a lot of times, like you said, that the, the one in Minnesota, was it, who pulled her, who pulled her taser? Or didn't pull her taser. She actually pulled her pulled her gun and shouted taser, 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 and then shot that poor dude. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting here on a computer watching it and I'm like, Taser's got Glock sights on him. You know, I wasn't I wasn't there, but that's that was a that was a training issue. And it was I mean, having your taser and having your non lethal and your lethal on the same side in the same proximity, I just I don't understand that at all. No. You know, but that's that's a that's obviously a training issue. Travis but... D says acorn patches at NRAM incoming. Oh, I'm sure they're already mm-hmm. being designed right now. But yeah, the guy the guy with the acorn, that's that's not a training issue. That's uh that's a uh I don't know what the, I don't know what kind of issue that is. That's not a training issue. That's a, that's an excitable that's an excitable man issue. 
Ghost acorns are the most fun, our pack says. Wow. I don't know about you, Obi, but I keep my taser down the front side of my pants there. That's Ozzy's a stunner. Out. That's a stunner, not a taser. That's right. <laughs> Ozzy said someone piled about six inches of snow on my SUV while I was at work. I hate it when they do. <laughs> Doggone it, Ozzy. Now, Serge says High Point will advertise it, but never produce it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's got a point. You can't be hating on High Point. It takes years to develop it, develop that fine quality. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sarge also says they realized carrying your taser strong side led to more than one incident of nine millimeter taser discharges. I did not know tasers came in nine millimeter. <laughs> yes, they, <do. laughs> they also come with Glock sights. Uh, Abby says, disarm the government, arm the raccoons. Well, I ain't arming raccoons. Those things are... Yeah. He's don't want armed with raccoons. With their little right? hands? They'd be shooting up... in the garbage cans. You want to give they'd... them guns? Yeah, they'd be shooting up your trash cans. Uh, Mark Thomas is out there. Hi, Mark. Hey, Mark. Uh, let's see. Tim S. says, Acorn Lives Matter. They're having a lot of fun with us out in the chat. <laughs> Michael Dunn said the new acorn triggers are being made. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Bending Ballistic says PSA already has an acorn lower on their website. I, I don't doubt Oh, my goodness. I don't doubt that at all. They, they put that stuff up, though, and then they it's got a lead time on it, so they can do whatever they want. Oh. <laughs> X says 10-millimeter acorns are the best acorns. <laughs> and those would sting. 10-millimeter acorns? <laughs> We got more stopping power. I want a lever, <laughs> lever action acorn. <laughs> That's a lot of fun. So, do you have that story, Gizzard? Did you read it or? I have read it. I don't have okay. it. I, I got bits and pieces now. of it. I didn't catch all of it. And so, but, I'll uh, go check that out deeper. Is it, there isn't much to check out other than the video and. What happens is he's on a traffic stop, and I don't know if he's even got the got the guy out of his car or not. They just then they when they come in on it, it's you don't even you don't hear the acorn. All you see is the the officer, and I'm going to use that word, the former officer. Let's put it that <laughs> way because I believe he's a former officer now. <clears throat> you see him like stumbling and running and falling down, and then he just unloads. So somebody must have seen the acorn someplace or whatever, and or heard it or whatever. But what you see is him just unloading and yelling, "I'm hit! I'm hit!" They can't hit him. <clears throat> I don't think so. Oh, well, it is vehicles. What I heard. Yeah, yeah. What what he has is what we call a terminal case of being a little bitch. <laughs> now, Sarge says ban acorn fifteens. Yeah, I probably do need to do that now. <laughs> Tim S says thirty round acorn mag, and Abby wants to know: Can I shoot acorns out of my Mossberg? Suppose you could technically. Small I'm good. I'm pretty good. Uh, we got a guy named Kent Nelson out there on Facebook. We also got a Mystic Guns out there in the chat. Who are those people? Who knows? I don't even know who they are anymore. 
Michael Dunn says, are Acorns triple lot buck a new 12-gauge load? That could be. <laughs> Travis said the officer was allowed to resign. <laughs> uh, C4 says, wasn't the guy handcuffed in the back of the patrol car? He shot the poor handcuffed guy in the back. Jesus. What? I thought I saw that. I thought I saw that it didn't hit anybody. Uh, Duffer wants to know: Does Henry make an acorn side gate? That'd be a pretty good <laughs> size. You probably have to. Well, have to have a pretty big side gate down there. Okay, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you guys: If you get the acorn gun, then. You really need to use the Silesi Oak reflex sight. <laughs> Can I tell a quick acorn story? As long as it's quick, yeah. Not going to involve okay. shooting at all, is it? <laughs> no. We had an exchange student from Europe here. We were at my uncle's, uh, watch, you know, just drinking beer or whatever. Um, anyway, middle roof, acorns are falling out of the oak tree beside the building and hitting the roof. And everybody's like, man, those acorns are loud. And he's like, acorns? And we're like, yeah. He's like, falling out of the trees? And we're like, yeah, they're falling out of the trees, hitting the roof. That's what the sound is. He goes, I got to see this. So my uncle's like, come here, I'll show you. So they walked outside and they come back in. My uncle goes, well, evidently, in his language, acorn means squirrel. <laughs> that squirrels are falling out of the tree. That would be something to see. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Mr. Bob Dobelin is out there and he says, sorry, Gizzard Gary, I just got here. Can we start over? <laughs> no. We don't want to go through this again. Uh, John Brown Productions is also out there. So let's go ahead and dispense with all this frivolity here because we have some other business to take care of. Uh, we've, we're about an hour into the show. So I want to remind everybody that gear websites, you've heard of gear websites, right? Because Gear Websites is your source for every second matters, gun channels, gear, MOID, and more. They have patches, stickers, and other items. And every Friday is Free Patch Friday. So buy cool stuff at gearwebsites.com. But don't take my word for it. Let's hear what G-Webs has to say. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. All right, so don't forget to buy cool stuff at GearWebsites.com and get yourself some free stuff because you can do that every Friday. Isn't that right, Obi? Every Friday? Is it, is it every Friday? Friday? I think it's every Friday. Every single Friday. Like every. 52 times a year. Even on leap year? That's, that seems 
like a little high. That's that's a lot of free patches. Yes, I it tell is. you what. It sure is. Is there wonderful. years where there'd be a 53rd Friday? It'd have to be, wouldn't there? Uh, G-Web says each Friday with a Y in it. There you go. Depending on when the 29th falls, there would be some years where there'd be a 53rd Friday. I don't I don't see how he could stay in business if, if that happened. A 53rd Friday? That would That would probably just break him. Nothing? You thinking about that? I'm thinking about that. (laughs) Well, if it's a leap year, you get an extra day. So that day would have to... It would be an extra one. You're right. So if it falls on a Friday, you'd have 53 Fridays that year. I don't see how G-Web could stay in business if he... If if a leap year came, if it landed on Friday, <laughs> it's not Friday this year. No, it's uh, no, no. It'll be no. Thursday. It'll Thursday. Thursday. Just missed it by Nothing. that much, man. <laughs> man, I was nervous there for just a second. Just missed it by a big Yep. So let's go ahead and segue. I don't have a segue, but I'm gonna I'm gonna one wheel. Okay, we're going to go into the "What did you learn?" segment as we run this show to the end. By George, uh, so uh, in this segment, we ask all of our panelists, "What did you learn?" And they tell us if they learned anything, and then they uh, plug their channel, tell us what they got coming up. So we will start with my co-host, Obnoxious One. What did you learn? I learned Karen can't park there. Can't park there. That's absolutely 100%. Hey, you can't park there. You can't park there. (laughs) All right. What have you got coming up, buddy? Uh, Stuff and things. Stuff and things. Mm-hmm. I dropped I dropped a video on the uh, perfectly sized 365 today. If people want to go check I that out, I did not watch that. I think I saw it before it came out. You know how? You couldn't have seen it before it came out. You I could, saw it before you could it went have seen public. It. You could, yes, you could have seen it before it went public. But you couldn't have seen it before it came out. But how did I see it before it went public? Because I sent it to you. Because. I'm a channel member. Oh, there's that too. Oh, yeah. You can see Obi's videos early if you're a channel member. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. even want to watch them when it's time, let alone I early. I don't blame you. I don't want to make them. But, <laughs> you know. All righty. Well, thank you for being here, sir. Always appreciate it. So let's go to Hillbilly Up. What did you learn? Well, I learned quite a bit, but I think I'm going to, like, do something out in the future that very soon in the future, since Beyonce started singing country music, the snob will be going to a concert in Tulsa and watching her. Probably. All right. And uh, what have you got coming up? I know you got a show tomorrow night, right? Yeah, buddy. Uh, well, well, thanks for having me on here, first of all. And Of uh, course. Yeah, we got uh, Guns, Beer, and Therapy coming up tomorrow night. 
9 o'clock Central, 10 o'clock Eastern. So if y'all ain't done nothing, swing by and say howdy. Uh, We'd love we'll... to have you join us. <laughs> you betcha. Yeah. Not this Saturday, but next Saturday we'll be having our 1776 giveaway party on Guns Bearing Therapy. So that's going to be a lot of fun. When we give away, I said you're a few away. years late for 1776. Maybe it's his 1776th show. Could be. He goes live yeah. three or four times a week, so he may have it. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Uh, it is 1776 subscribers. And so I, I love. That number for what a reason. You, so. What if you gain another subscriber between now and then? Or lose one? Uh, well, we'll to, like right now, we're going to be having the, the 1,800 subscriber giveaway, but we're still going to call it the 1776. Uh, see, I feel like this is false advertisement. Mm, definitely false advertisement. <laughs> yeah. um, Past history. You'll be hearing from my lawyers. <laughs> yeah. uh, Can I get their uh, number? I'm I need girl. an attorney. So if your you get a letter from uh, something that says Dewey Cheatham and Al on the letterhead, you know you're in trouble. <laughs> All right, so everybody should tune into your live stream. Could they win something? Possibly. Oh, yeah. Um, well, they're going to Black Knife. <laughs> oh, you well, mean one of these? <laughs> they could win a Black Knife. Yes, most definitely. Uh, quite the possibility. If you're not in the Skinny Black Knife Club, you have a chance to get one and be in the Skinny Black Knife Club, I guess. So, All your cool kids are members of that club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pat in the Bunkers out there says, sorry I'm late. Hope it was a good show. Nope. It's a show. Yeah, it was a show. <laughs> okay. Is that it, Hillbilly? Yeah, I believe so, buddy. All right. Well, thank, thank you. you for being here. And uh, let's go to my last panelist here, the gun snub. What did you learn in the short time you were here? What do you want from me? I've been here for half the dang show. Okay. For the half show you were here, what did you learn? Probably over half, technically, because you went live late as crap tonight. He did. So I feel like I've been here over half. And I didn't really like anything. It was pretty terrible, actually. Well, I'm sorry. Mainly because I was here. We'll try to be more educational next time. Yeah, yeah. We'll try to learn you something. What do you got coming up? Uh, Car shopping. Car shopping. Okay. Yeah, if anybody wants to go deal with sleazy car salesmen, let me know. I'll just give you the money. While you're out doing that, up that life insurance a little bit, too. Might not be a yeah. good idea. Good idea. Is that it? I found her. I found her a lime green one that was pretty bright and stuck out. I thought it might be a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Try to avoid a white one with a red target painted on. Wow. <laughs> I think she needs a bright color. I found her red. She doesn't like red. I don't know. I think she needs a bright color. I think so too. I'd yep. try to get like a black and white one with lights on top of it. Maybe <laughs> that's not a bad idea either. Uh, she's not a pig. Oh, wow. Maybe, 
Maybe you can get her that new uh, Cybertruck that's fixing to come out. Yeah, I actually did see, when we were looking at one of the forerunners, I did see a EV Hummer for $116,000. Oh, man. You didn't, you didn't drive it home? I did not. The sideways steering on that is so cool, though. I will have to say that. All right, let's get off the air here so G-Webs can go well, on. Get off. What are you waiting on? Weekly 2A wrap-up. So I want to remind everybody, I want to thank everybody for watching tonight's program, whether you watched on YouTube, Facebook, or X. Thank you for watching or any of the other platforms in replay or even listen to the podcast. Thank you very much for being out there. Thanks to everybody out there in the chat for their contributions. Thanks for everybody who sent in Gorn. Thanks to all of my panelists. And a special thanks to all you channel members out there on YouTube who helped to support me and my efforts. Want to uh, just give everybody a heads up that I am at 2,987 subscribers right now. So we are coming up on 3,000 subs. So we'll probably do something special for that here. Upcoming 3,000 subs. Yeah, thank you for each and every one of you. You're going to do it when it's actual 3,000 subs? You're going to cheat like it really does. I'll probably do it right. (laughs) Probably do it right. But anyway. I'm just glad you're giving away that gold class Benjamin for your 3,000 subs. That is pretty impressive. So anyway. If you don't don't cheat, I have to give it away in 3,000. So anyway, thanks everybody, and I uh, want to leave you with this. If anyone tries to infringe on your right to keep and bear arms, Don't you get that. give the bird. Oh. That's right. Give what kind of bird? bird? A parakeet? A macaw? What? Something Crow? Like Toucan? <laughs> Toucan. That's Quail? Dove? All right. So, so, panel, this is Peacock. your chance to throw in your last minute shout outs. Before I hit the closing credits, so... Hey, obnoxious. Hey, obnoxious. Mm-hmm. What's the bird of true love? <laughs> the swallow. <laughs> I thought it was the pecker one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> everybody have a good evening and a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Foul Territory is a production of Gizzard Gary Productions and is streamed live every Friday at 9 p.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and released as an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, Samsung, and Podchaser. For more information, visit our website at gizzardgary.com.